So I have just been on a, a mission to, again, capture every single moment and make sure that where I'm spending my time is the right way. Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. Welcome to Agents Growth Academy. I am your headmaster, Jim Schubert. I hope you're ready to grow big or go home. Folks, I've got a great guest for you today, Billy Wagner. He's going to talk to you about how to simplify your life and specifically how to do so through processes. So especially for agency owners out there, but this applies to really insurance agents across the board, ways that you can systematize things to make your life simpler and free up your time to do the things that you're really passionate about. Uh, but before we get started with that, one thing that I know Billy and I were talking about off air, he's big on adding value first in anything that he does. We were talking about how this industry has given us both, the people in it have give us, given us freely, selflessly, value throughout the years that this is one reason why I started the show was to give that back to you. And I've learned some great tips and tricks from people about how they add value, people that are much smarter than me. And I put them into a downloadable cheat sheet that you can download if you go to agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash value. Pretty simple. Uh, we might even update that spreadsheet or that cheat sheet after this episode because I have a feeling that Billy is going to drop some golden nuggets of uh, information that you can use. So agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash value. Folks, Billy Wagner was a pioneer with Brightway Insurance and helped start the franchise in 2006. His agency in PV, I'm guessing that's Puente Vidra. Yes. Am I? Yep. Okay. Yep. He's nodding. Yes. Is now recognized as one of the top selling agencies in the U S with the support of his amazing team. He has achieved many milestones. He served as a board member for FAIA representing over 5,000 agents in Florida. IA magazine featured him as a declaration of independence agents. I was on that too, man. I, I gotta go back and look for you. Uh, he was four times winner of agency of the year. He's been a big brother in the Big Brother Big Sister program for 10 years and was recently chosen as Big Brother of the Year. Yeah, man. He's spoken to thousands of people on building a profitable team, building a referral-based business, something I'm very interested in, and a masterclass on running a successful business, which is what you're going to learn about today. Billy is obsessed with saving time and simplifying his life, and he's going to share with us how he saved 20 hours of time each week through a unique set of strategies. He's also going to show you how to create an ideal weekly schedule, how to organize giving back to your community, and many other tips on how to simplify your life so you can spend more time on the things that truly matter. Billy Wagner, what is up, my friend? Uh, thank you for that introduction. It's an honor to be with you, and we got a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, man, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. 
what's life that what what is life like down in Florida right now? It's beautiful. Uh, the weather is wonderful. We actually went out on the boat last week. Uh, kids are playing sports, and it's it's a great time to be in Florida right now. That's awesome. We're recording this yeah. in mid March, so. We're just starting to get some 70 degree weather. Y'all probably passed that and into the eighties, I'm sure, or close to yeah. it. <laughs> yes. But it's okay. I'm not totally jealous. It's okay. <laughs> um, Billy, was there a pivotal moment in your life that you realize, Hey, I need to simplify some stuff in my life? Yeah, it's always been a dream of mine to build a business with autonomy. And I think about five years ago, I actually made the commitment to lead our uh, Rotary Club and be the, become the president of that, which is about a 15 to 20 hour commitment a week. And I really wanted to do it because it matched with my core values. But I had to figure out how I was going to get that 20 hours a week back. And I did some crazy stuff, and uh, you know you can you can see behind. I don't know if you can see behind me, but I have a uh, a robot that I can be in my office when I'm not here. Um, I literally lasered the hair off of my face so I didn't have to shave. Uh, I have a self-making bed. I bought a self-driving car. Uh, there, but literally, there isn't anything that I have done that. Uh, doesn't like if something takes five minutes, I'm looking at how do I make it take four minutes? It's literally how I think about everything is that I want to be a time billionaire and time is the most important thing to me. And so I have just been on a, a mission to again, capture every single moment and make sure that where I'm spending my time is the right way. And, and you don't get there overnight. You know, my business has been, I've been in business for 15 years and when I first started, I did absolutely everything. I was taking out the trash. I was marketing. I was writing all the policies. Yeah. But in the beginning, I had the vision that I was going to work myself out of a job. That you know, and now today, 15 years later, lots of I'm I'm like hoping somebody sends me an email, right? Because I've cleared the deck and made sure that all of the priorities of the business are taken care of by the team. Yeah. And my my main focus now is to to drive impact in the community, to help others and to make my team successful. That's what I spend my time with. Dude, you had me it lasered the hair off my face. And yeah. I actually thought you were joking, but I can tell that you're not. No, I'm definitely <laughs> not not joking. And, and and if you're watching this on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook, you're looking at the smoothest baby bottom of a face that you've ever seen with the biggest smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, sh it sends the message, right? So I did some things wow. that were a little bit strange and weird, but it sends the message of how important time is. And I've literally outsourced every single thing in my life. And again, it's been a process over the last 10 years to do that, but I don't really have any responsibilities anymore. And that my goal was honestly to get to that autonomy level and, and you've got to, you know, you've really got to focus on it. And, you know, now I'm at the point where, you know, I have a personal assistant and I've got a lot of things dialed in to where, um, you know, and I think it also starts like we're overwhelmed in society now. We've got everything is coming at us, you know, so many more commitments. And now that we're through COVID, it's just everything is back to normal where the calendars are full. Yeah. And you've got to you've got to block your time first, put your most important priorities first. And, you know, that. There's a lot of different strategies around there we can go deeper in, but you know oh. the, the key is really just paying paying attention. Yeah, I want to go deeper in. Man, you are not kidding. I was just thinking when you were saying that that 
with COVID kind of winding down, people have gotten so used to doing Zoom meetings or, or thing or teams or whatever. And you're right. As far as the calendar being full, like there were times before that where it's like, well, we don't have enough time because we have to drive there now. It's just like, hey, do you have 30 minutes you could fit me in between all your, your other 15 meetings that you have today? Because we can just do it via Zoom. It's like, oh man, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing too, is that no is a complete sentence, right? And we don't say no enough. Yes. And it's because no, you, we don't have... Yes. <laughs> it's because, you had me. And part of that is, you know, about five years ago when I did this, I also came up with my core values and those mm. core values drive all of my decisions. So I don't do anything unless it impacts a relationship, whether I can make an impact in the community, growth or simplify my life. So if those things aren't aligned, the answer is no. And when I took that commitment to be the Pontevedra Rotary president, it did all of those things. In a sense, it taught me to simplify my life. Yeah. I was an introvert. So getting up in front of 135 people every single Thursday helped me grow. And the relationships in that group are some of the closest people that I have in my life. So it hit on all those. And that's why it was an easy decision for me. But if you don't have those clear priorities of what you want your life to look like, where you're trying to go, then, you know, you just follow everyone else's agenda and yeah. you end up doing things that, you know, you really probably shouldn't be. Your clients deserve an easier way to pay their insurance premium. ePay Policy is the simplest solution for insurance agents to collect credit card and ACH payments, speed up reconciliation, bind policies faster, and provide an experience customers love with powerful tools that make insurance payments a breeze. With customizable payment pages, a company dashboard, and integration with your AMS or CRM, you'll be in payments heaven. Get paid faster. Visit ePayPolicy.com to learn more. I'm so glad to hear you say that. I'm going on a, an executive men's retreat next week with uh, Tommy Breedlove, who was on the show recently. By the time this airs, uh, his episode will have come out, but he's a legend. He wrote a book called Legendary, and, and a lot of what he's going to cover on the retreat is exactly what you're talking about. So I'm I'm pumped, like developing our personal core values. See, we develop core values for our company, which I know you did too, and we can talk about that. But I never thought about doing it for my personal self as Jim mm -hmm. Schubert. So Rotary yeah. Club taught you that? I mean, no, I think Rotary Club taught me that. But, you know, you know, even if you think about the EOS and all that, their, their process and their systems about doing that, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I kind of pulled into my family, right? Because like we have a family meeting every single Sunday night at six o'clock and we go through our calendar together. We use Robert's rules. The kids take turns running that meeting. We organize what we're going to eat for the week. We, uh, we talk about opportunities just like in our weekly meeting at the office. We don't yeah. want to talk about stuff when we're frustrated or mad. We want to talk about it when our heads are clear and it's mm -hmm. like, we'll put it on the agenda and the kids are most likely to, to follow something that they helped create, right? So it kind of changed the dynamic of our, our family dynamic and we have harmony in what we do. And, you know, we don't have to worry about on Tuesday, what are we having for dinner? And some people will say, well, that's a little bit too rigid, but I believe in discipline equaling freedom. And so I want the freedom of not having to run around like crazy and not realizing what are we going to do for dinner tonight? Yeah. We already have that solved at the beginning of the week. And, you know, so 
running your family the same way you run your business and pulling that together. Cause at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is, you know, the people in my inner circle, my family and my team and my, in my community, that's who I want to serve. And, and so if I don't put these parameters around and, and be, you know, strategic about it, then it doesn't end up where you want it to be. Yeah. That's awesome. You talked about, uh, you've talked about people already in, in off air, we were talking about people process. Can you bring it down on a ground level? Some of the things that can give people time back and systematize that process. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, there, you know, one of the things that we have done, you know, as a team is, you know, we have figured out what everyone's goals are, uh, and where they want to go and what they want to do. So we know what their why is. And we put together actually a goal video every single year on the championship game plan and everybody's goals are in there individually for the team. And we know what our vision is, what we're trying to accomplish, what our main goals are for the year. But then we broke it down really into the week and we built everybody an ideal schedule. And that is, you know, critical. So it starts, you know, with putting your most important priorities on there first, which we talked about. So for me, it's, uh, you know, date night with my wife goes on the schedule first, you know, mm. time with my kids is on the calendar first, mm. everything there, those priorities are already there. And then the rest of the stuff can fill into that. And then what you have to also do is figure out when you're at your peak and yeah. make sure that your most important priorities are happening when you are at that peak. And we start every day as a team with the acronym EAT. Uh, which is the first thing, the E is for eat the frog. So what is the frog that we have to eat today? What's the most difficult thing that we have to do? And we do it first. And that's something that we do as a team. We're always doing that thing first. We also then decide in the beginning, first thing in the morning on our schedule, what are we trying to achieve today that will make today a success? If we Mm. focus on the right priority and we do that, and then the last thing we do is who are we going to thank or touch? So we're in a relationship business. So how and who are we going to touch today? If you yeah. get those three things done, your most important, difficult thing, you what are you going to achieve to make today a success and thank somebody? Now you've had a successful day. And so those key priorities are done before anything else can get in the way of it. And so it's wow. it's about having that ideal schedule for the team. And yeah. everyone on the team is is empowered to focus on what's most important for them. How often is the E and the A the same thing, or do you always make it different? It's usually different. You know, it's that yeah. conversation, the difficult conversation you have to have. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, achieving is different, you know. So for a team, it might be that, hey, I want to knock out, you know, 20 of my suspenses that I have to do for the day. Or, okay. you know, I want to, you know, so it's it's different for each person what theirs are. But it's about creating that, you know, ideal week. and one of the things that we do as a team is we're constantly growing. So if somebody works here, they're going to grow. Number one, they're going to go through the best training program in the industry. I believe it's 12 weeks. It's time to the minute. They're going to be an insurance ninja, but personally they're going to learn everything they need to know about growing personally in business. We, we create a one sheet. Each person has a one sheet of everything they want to achieve in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have all their goals defined we're doing constant training with them. I do what's called life hacks every month, teaching them about life principles. I'm helping them on the financial side. So I figured out that I've got to help them grow. And I have almost zero turnover in in 15 years because 
I'm pouring into them. And once we make a commitment to them, we never stop helping them improve their lives. Yeah. I mean, if I were part of that culture, I don't think I would want to leave either. That's pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you bring us down kind of on the ground level again on some of these uh, you mentioned off air talking about 20 things that you guys have uh, uh, created for processes. Can you share some of them with us? Uh, are you talking about for adding value to partners, those 20 things? Uh, I think for so, partners? yes. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, our, ours is basically a relationship business like many insurance agents. And so mm -hmm. what we do is uh, we came up with 20 ways that we add value to those relationship okay. partners. And okay. one of the things that we do is every single week, everyone on the team in the sales organization, there's eight people on the sales team that their job is to have a cup of coffee with somebody, a phone call, a breakfast or a lunch once a week with somebody. So if you think about eight times, you know, 52, we've got 450 relationship opportunities. And we'll, all we're doing in that meeting is we're asking them how we can add value to what they do. And mm -hmm. we came up with ways that we do that. And we have basically, you know, we branded that and we put it into a, a, something where we can give them, but really it's us asking a bunch of questions on, you know, what are your pain points? You know, yeah. what, what are you struggling with? Uh, what do you, you know, what do you enjoy about what you're doing? And we provide uh, different trainings for them. Uh, we provide sharing spaces so they can use our conference room. We have a cafe up front. We can, they can come here for coffee. They can get notary uh, work done. But we've also, we put on events for them. So I mm. built a, a program called um, Elevate the Elite, which is the top 1% real estate agents in our market. So we've got 10,000 realtors here. It's basically the top 500. And we put on a mastermind event for them uh, twice a year, a big event, and then monthly smaller events to help them grow. And we're bringing in the best of the best. We brought in John Gordon, an author, but we also bring in the top real estate agents to help them grow in their business. I'm not in the real estate business, but yeah. I know how to create that environment. So yeah, that's what I was thinking that. in my head was like, wait, do you mm -hmm. have a real estate background? I missed that, but <laughs> no, we don't. And I'm actually doing one uh, in September. I'm putting on an event for lenders because again, that's a big, you know, a, a big part of our relationships are, are lenders, right? So how do we add value to what, they're doing. Um, we're also doing a ton of stuff in the nonprofit side. And so we're partnering with those people and trying to add value and be an example in the community of how we can give back. Uh, we're putting on lunch and learns, happy hours, uh, those kind of things. Again, all about being in that growth, that growth process. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, you really take what I was talking about at the beginning with that cheat sheet to a whole new level because you're actively and constantly asking how you can do that. What, what's been the response from people uh, when, when you're doing that? Yeah, I mean, it's been tremendous. It's built these relationships again, because we're give, give, give. We don't ever even yeah. ask, you know, so yeah. people like we don't say, oh, we're in the insurance business, you know, throw us a deal. We don't even do that. That just comes naturally when you, you give and you serve. You don't have to. So we do a session with them on team building and culture. And I came up with a 19 step hiring process. I share that with them. They're building a team. That stuff ha is the same for every single business. Uh, I, I, t I teach them how we hold our team accountable, how we run our meetings, how the time management stuff, whatever it is that they're interested in. I've yeah. kind of, you know, from speaking and doing things, I've built kind of this, this material that I can help them with. And so sure it's just added a ton of value to the relationship and you know, then they trust us and, and they trust the team. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That what a brilliant way of doing it. And I presume you have some kind of well, you must have at some point started out. It's probably you're getting a flood of people now who are interested in it, but you probably had to start out with some kind of outreach program to even get people interested. What did that look like back then? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think it started with, you know, you put on one event, right? So you kind of get somebody together and you kind of get some momentum around it and let's say, hey, we're going to do this mastermind event. And we just invited a bunch of people and you start building a community around it. You add a Facebook page to it. Then the word starts getting around and you put some branding around it. And and then, you know, and then it's also the system that we built uh, for our team on building those relationships. It's a 20 page document and it's what are the questions that we ask? And all of our team is, you know, we spend days with them on how to have those conversations where you can build value and add value to them. And, you know, so it's just a part of our process to consistently add, add value and everyone's on the same page. In fact, this year we set, we set a goal to, to develop a hundred new relationships and a relationship for us is defined as somebody that has trusted us at least five times with you know kind of sending us a referral and you know we have been we've done a good job of doing that over the years but this year we just said hey if we all do that i'm taking the whole team to puerto rico and so in the first two months we created 36 new relationships and so it's about putting the effort on the right things and not trying to cloud it with too many things it's hey we're about building relationships that's all we're going to focus on and it's it's bringing those results and you put a little you know carrot out in front of them and it's amazing what they what they get to that's beautiful do you guys have fun in puerto rico yeah we haven't we haven't gone yet so that's this year's goal oh and so we've already we're already i mean i already have to start making arrangements because it's February, <laughs> you know march we're already there i mean i should have made it 200 you know, based on the path that we're already on so that's awesome yeah. oh man that's gonna be fantastic you know, you, you talked a second ago about you, you alluded to referrals. And at the beginning, I was reading about uh, you building a referral-based business. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because this show, a lot of what we do is teach people how to market. And I think referring or referrals is a fantastically uh, cheap and easy and effective way of uh, marketing yourself. So yeah, it's, like it's been guys? basically, yeah, it's been our focus again from the beginning. And we've figured out, you know, you do the things wrong in the beginning and you're buying leads and you're doing all these things to try to generate activity. But really what works the best is those uh, referral base. And the first thing I think what most agents struggle with is the experience. So if you timeline your business, your agency, and you put it on a, a timeline and said, okay, how do people start interacting with us? What, what, where are the pain points? Where can we add to light? What can we do to be different? And, you know, we answer the phone. How can I make this the best call of our day? It's a pattern interrupt. People are not expecting that. And they say, <laughs> oh, well, you know, this is going to be a different conversation. Right. And we end our every conversation with thank you for being the best part of Brightway. That's, again, thinking about the power of words and what kind of experience yeah. you're providing. And one of our products is speed. Everyone wants something really fast. And so we're number one, we're adding a ton of value. We're very scripted. We know what we're doing. We're experts at it. And we deliver a different experience than anyone else. We say yes. We make sure their deals get done. And so we've created this remarkable experience. And we've, you know, right like this year, last year we had 4,700 referrals. And so that happens through 4,700 referrals. So it's a combination of existing clients, about four or 500 real estate partners, because we focus on the home buying process and 
and it's just those relationships over and over again. You do a great job for 10 years and now you're an overnight success, right? So it's Man. that that constant uh, providing of a great experience is really kind of what is a difference maker. And if at most businesses, if all they did was focus on that experience and listen to phone calls, script your people, don't let them expensively freelance, you will be able to create a bunch of raving fans for your business. And it, it, most most leaders don't see it. They're, they yeah. make up excuses of why. And it's most of the time, it's because the experience you're providing. So my recommendation is secret shop your office. Call five minutes before you open or five minutes after you close or during lunch. What, what kind of experience do you get? How long does it take for them to respond? You know, yeah. what are they saying? You know, how do they make people feel? Uh, that Those kind of things. Yeah. That's beautiful. Jeez. How, how are you rewarding the people who refer you things? Or is there any kind of like gift card or, or donation or anything like that made? No. I mean, I, I think for us uh, in the beginning, I tried some of that stuff to kind of mm -hmm. see not, not really anything. Like we used to do like a, a lottery ticket and a, you yeah. know, thanks a million, hope you win a million, those kind of yeah. things. And it just became really difficult to scale. And yeah. so you have to think about like, how do you scale something? So the only thing that we do when they come on as a new partner relationship, we send them a first referral gift. And the first referral gift might be something like this. This is a, a mouse pad with, uh, sorry, a mouse pad with, um, you know, a picture from their Facebook profile that actually is something personal for them, right? Or yeah. it could be a, a bottle of wine that says, we appreciate you. We don't yeah. do any other gifts beyond that. It's just the first time. You yeah. know, we want to welcome you into the partnership and uh, nurture it that way. Now, we yeah. will kind of sponsor events or help them promote things or stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, we might help them with getting Google reviews, whatever they can value yeah. will we'll deliver on those values. But at the end of the day, it's about the relationship and securing that relationship. They know that you can be trusted from experience over and over again. And so, yeah, we don't do any gift cards or any of that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. doing a great job and being consistent with that and, and making sure they feel they're valued. Um, you know, we basically, we have a position called executive of belonging and we learned that from uh, Grant Botma and mm. he has that for his team. We have it for our team and for our referral partners. And so we have a, a list of them and we keep track of you know kind of different touches and touch points and it, every single week my team has to do 20 interactions and it could be something like touching base with them on social sending them a text or an email or just a thank you phone call yeah. with existing relationships so in addition to that one meeting one cup of coffee they're doing uh 20 interactions of their existing and just again keeping that relationship making sure they know that they're they're important to us wow that's that's a pretty incredible process, <laughs> and that's just one small piece of what you do too. I'm sure. Uh, you yeah. know, we talked off air too about um, operations, and you guys are also running EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, which comes from the book Traction. Um, we started that a couple of years ago. It sounds like you guys had a couple of year head start on us. Some of the things you're talking about to me sound like ways that you could otherwise hold your team accountable. And, and, and are, is that part of it for you? Yeah, for me, it's, you know, I look at it from a communication standpoint. So one of the things that, you know, most businesses struggle with is they don't properly communicate what they're trying to get done and how they're trying to get done. 
And so we've built, you know, similar to the, the, the traction model, but we built kind of our own modified way. And we start every year out with an annual retreat. So the mm-hmm. leader and uh, I have two leaders in my office, we get together and uh, we, we, we get together and with a yellow legal pad and we just say, okay, what should we do more of? What should we do less of? How are we going to make things better? What should we change? We're our team members. We rate everybody. And what responsibilities are we going to give everyone? And it starts out with this document that clearly defines everyone's key roles, what they're mm-hmm. responsible for. And what most businesses don't do is they don't assign everything. And so yeah. what happens is the owner becomes responsible for, you know, nobody cleaned out the fridge on Friday. So now the owner's responsible for that. So yeah. we've divvied up every single possible thing in the agency and somebody is responsible and accountable and there's somebody to back them up. So if Sally's not there, somebody is doing the out of office message, checking her urgent things and there's mm-hmm. no pain points because that's covered. You know, we don't have to think about it. We've got a process for it. So it's you start with your annual retreat. You get everyone on the same page. You design you know, I told you that championship game plan, we design what we're going to focus on for the year and what our themes are like smile and kindness are going to lead every interaction or we have fun under pressure. Those are some things that are themes that we focus the year on. You know, we're busy, but we also have a good time. We have fun. And so we start with this annual retreat. We um, bring the team together, do a one day training with the team on something new that we're trying to initiate different systems and processes that we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, we built something called a total client protection process last year where we do a five to seven minute phone call with every new business client and make sure they're completely protected. So we had to build the scripts. We had to build, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a cross sell basically design and we built all that and we trained it at that annual retreat. So you start out the year and then every person has their own business plan with what winning looks like in their role, uh, to Mm -hmm. be unclear is to be unkind. So we teach them what winning looks like specifically for their role. They've got a scorecard and they report on that scorecard. And that weekly meeting is one of the most important meetings that we do every Monday morning, 1030 to 1102. It's exactly 32 minutes long. And, you know, it's, (laughs) and it's down to, you know, the accountability is built in, right? So the scoreboard says who's winning. It tells you how many phone calls they took, how many policies they wrote, how many, uh, interactions they had with centers of influence, mm-hmm. uh, what their pipeline looks like. It's all, the scoreboard is there. So we don't come to that meeting with, uh, the, the, you don't come to the meeting with reading your scorecard. It's on there. What you do yeah. come to the meeting with is one thing I'm proud of and one thing that I'm doing to try to improve what I'm going to try to be better at. So it builds in the accountability uh-huh. for that week. So they say, yeah, I'm going sense. to yeah, I'm going to improve my phone calls next week. And now the whole team knows that that's what you said you were going to do. And it's the built-in accountability for it. And so that weekly meeting is really, really, really important. And we work on the opportunities uh, of the business, just like we talked about earlier with the family meeting. That business meeting is, you know, what are the problems? Where are we having pain points? Let's solve them together. And we build a process. Once we identify what the pain point is, then we build that process in to make sure we do it in a workshop, we solve it. And then we have a monthly meeting to, to deliver that training of what that process is. And so we have these meetings that periodically happen. The monthly meetings, uh, we're, we're going over, you know, our 90 day goals, our, you know, quarterly or monthly goals, 90 day goals and year to date goals. We're watching our championship game plan video and we're training and getting better together. 
And so you do all these things and people know what winning looks like. And now they're all moving in the right same direction, all rowing in the same direction. And there's harmony in the business because we were real clear about what, what needed to happen and the communication consistently happens. And the only other thing I would add to that is people need to feel like, again, they belong, right? So we have this position, but we also, the leaders of the office will do a weekly one-on-one with, with somebody every single week. And we mm. divide and split the office and go different directions. And the purpose of that meeting is to s- just sit down one-on-one with that person and just say, how are you doing? What are your goals? How are you feeling? You know, your, your goals are really important to me. Is there anything a little bit bothering you right now? So they won't tell you the big stuff, but a little bit, something a little bit annoying. Uh, you know, what's in, what's in my blind spot as a leader? What am I not seeing? And it's yeah. really an, it's an employer interview. Like I'm trying to get better and I'm making sure they feel valued and we're doing that consistent consistently. So every quarter, everyone's being talked to by the leaders a couple of times. And so we're very connected with the team and where they are and where they're trying to go. That last one is so powerful. And I don't know how many employees you have. We have close to 50. So I know it would take But we have uh, four of us, four or five of us on the leadership team. So we could make that work. But wow, that is unbelievably powerful in terms of connecting because that's, I think, especially as we talked about before, you know, the the constant uh, barrage of Zoom meetings and everything else, and not intentionally making time for the things that are the highest priority. Well, what's a higher priority as uh, a leader of an organization than your people? Without your people, yeah. you're nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's the key to any business. It's not P and Ls. It's not loss ratios. It's not anything else but people. You yeah. solve that for. That's why I spent so much time. I I made a lot of mistakes early on, and you have to build a vision for those people, and you have to share with them. Like we have four levels of compensation, and we share with them kind of how they get to each level, what the validation mm-hmm. point is for that, so they yeah. know where kind of they're going. And, you know, we had three people buy houses this year, like they're hitting, like you see them hitting all their goals that they've created. And we know what they are because we did them together and you see them kind of achieving what they're trying to achieve. And that's what makes the hair on the back of my neck stick up is helping them win at life, you know? And so, you know, last week we actually did something we've never done before. We, we had a monthly meeting plan and we had a couple people that couldn't make it. And so we pivoted. And what we said was, man, let's come, everybody come to the meeting with something you're struggling with. It was one of the most powerful meetings we ever had. We put the brain trust together and it was like personal, like people were saying stuff like their wives are frustrated about this. And yeah. we just, we worked through all that together. It was pretty amazing. And, you know, you kind of have that culture where we're looking out for each other and, you know, that it was really powerful and it was just kind of, we ad hoced it. And it yeah. was, you know, when you have the right people that care about the same things, you can really, you can really impact everyone's life. That's a beautiful thing, man. I could keep going on this forever and ever. I also know that you have priorities that we discussed beforehand, and I want to be respectful of that. So why don't we jump into the rapid fire round, and then I'll have a chance to ask you some some parting pieces of advice at the end. Uh, but thank you for what you shared so far. Give me sure. one piece of technology that you just cannot live without. Uh, there's a personal assistant app called Hound that I absolutely love. It is, 
it is more of a it's kind of like an Alexa theory, but it's a little bit more advanced on, you know, you can you can say how 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 much is an Uber to the airport right now? And, you know, it'll give you that it'll be thirty four dollars and you can click a button and now you're there or, you know, what's a restaurant in town that can take reservations? Again, I'm all about the time hacks. So that's one of them that I, I really like right now. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Uh, what about one book you're reading now or just one that you've read uh, in the past that you want to share with folks? Yeah, one of my favorite books and one of my favorite authors is Donald Miller. Uh, everything he does is amazing. Uh, yeah. I love the way he, you know, I know one of your your topics is marketing, the way that he thinks about marketing and the internal, you know, dialogue of what people are thinking when they're interacting with the business. I love his Business Made Simple book. Yeah. In fact, we're doing that as a team. We're going through like, how do you deescalate drama? Like we're, we're, it's one of those things that we're teaching. So it's, I just, I love books about growth. I'm constantly reading. Uh, constantly in an automobile university, I'm always listening to podcasts and books. And so automobile university, Donald Miller. Um, I just recently read, uh, building a story brand. Um, I'm actually writing my own book about storytelling and business. It's going to be di different than what he had, but, uh, gosh, what a phenomenal talk about putting a plan together. Uh, it makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, that's great. So what about um, a lesson, a hard lesson that you learned or, or any lesson that you learned that you want to share to help others avoid making the same mistakes uh, in your career? Yeah, I, I would say uh, I would go back to kind of the, the team and really making sure that you have built a vision for the future for each of your team members and know what they want to accomplish and know what they want to do. Because at, at first, you know, you kind of start people out and you're like, oh, we're going to pay you a salary and you don't you don't think about kind of how they should structure and how you should structure it for them to kind of be able to hit all their hopes and dreams and don't put a ceiling on what they can earn and, you know, really kind of being intentional about, about how you compensate people, I think is, is really important. And then I, I would say the, the other thing would be, we talked about it uh, briefly, but the, you know, secret in shopping yourself and focusing on your experience. A lot of people, a lot of agents are struggling right there and they have no idea why they're down or their sales aren't what they are. And it's probably there. It's probably in what the experience that your agents are providing. Uh, a question I didn't ask you off air. If you had the choice between eating a hot bowl of soup or having some gourmet marshmallows and hot chocolate. I know you're in Florida and that probably sounds terrible to you, but uh, should you uh, choose one of those, what would you choose? Uh, I would definitely choose soup. I love soup. Uh, and I'm very much a fan of if something should be hot, it's hot. Uh, temperature ruins everything for me. So if it's, yes. I, I don't like lukewarm soup. So <laughs> hot soup would be my choice for sure. What's your favorite kind of soup? Uh, New England clam chowder would probably be my favorite. Nice. What's your second yeah. favorite kind? Uh, probably like a chicken noodle, like a homemade, like chicken noodle soup. Awesome. I know the company well enough that I don't think they have uh clam chowder. I love New England clam chowder too, because I went to Boston college and I had plenty of that, but we love sending our guests a package from spoonful of comfort, which We've sent to our employees and others uh, who uh, they've just absolutely loved it. It's a whole package with soup and some other goodies in there. So I'll get your address off air and uh, we can get that shipped out to you. But uh, as a thank you for being on it. the show. 
Oh, I'm excited. But we'll get you some chicken noodle soup. Um, Billy, one, one final piece of advice that you would leave our listeners with. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, to really focus on autonomy, you know, I think like, you know, making sure that, you know, you have, even if you're a small shop and you're just getting started, you have every single task in your business lined out and who's responsible for it, even if it's you, because then you can figure out how do you scale over time and, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's what we're all we should all be shooting for as business leaders is, you know, building that autonomy so that we can be the example in the community that we want to be, how to give back and uh, how we can help other businesses around and nonprofits. And so we have a great business that allows us to do that. So uh, I would say definitely do that and and uh, and connect with people in the industry, you know, and I, I, I can be a resource. If, if you reach out to me, I will spend time with you. I will help you because people have helped me. And so I would say, reach out to people that are doing things that you're trying to get done and find out how they did it. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. If people want to reach out to you, what's the best way they can connect with you? Yeah, I would say, uh, Facebook would probably be the easiest way. Um, you can find me Billy Wagner on Facebook. That'd be an easy way. Or you can email me at billy.wagner at brightway.com. Awesome. Billy, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I, I, I already know I want to have you back on the show there. I could have kept going for like three more hours asking you questions and learning from you. So I really appreciate what you've shared with our audience. Stick around with me for just a second, but for everybody else, uh, folks, I hope this was valuable to you. Grow big or go home. Thanks, Billy. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, Come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.